Get in the home when you need the work and enhance the maintenance call all on today's show. Today, Drew Cameron's going to talk with us about his essential home systems evaluation. Most homeowners are not going to be able to tell you everything about their home right off the cuff. This home evaluation will help them think about the things they may have forgotten about. Let's take a look now and listen in to Mr. Drew Cameron. Thank you, Wally. I'm Drew Cameron, and welcome to the EJA Contractor University Cracking the Code. In this edition, we're going to talk about the Essential Home Systems Evaluation. I decided to create a tool a couple years ago uh, that I thought would be a value add for my technicians to be able to either get in the home uh, when we didn't have work or to go ahead and enhance a repair call or a maintenance call. Um, my duct cleaners can do it. Also, uh, as a comfort advisor, uh, my comfort advisors could do this. And so the idea was, was to look at a, uh, the entire house, right? Take a holistic approach to the house. Uh, I was spending a lot of time working with home performance contractors, and I wanted to come up with a tool where I thought these home performance contractors could evaluate uh, you know, everything in the home in a very simplistic fa fashion that uh, had some uh, criteria you know, to guide the, the scoring of the, the various components of a house. And so the, this was a, a neat little way for us to go ahead and say, if you're going to go ahead and market, let's say, a $99 tune-up uh, as a special that is normally $139, certainly there's a benefit to the customer of saving that $40 on the tune-up. But we're going to also include a home system, uh, essential home systems evaluation, which is regularly $197 value right, at no additional charge. So now they're getting the $40 savings plus a $197 evaluation of the entire house. It's a visual inspection of everything that's going on in their home. Here's what we realized about homeowners. Most of them are not good stewards of their home. They buy a house and they really don't understand how the things that make the house uh, operate and come to life uh, work. And they, they certainly don't understand the, the, uh, how to maintain them or the longevity uh, or life expectancy of these, of these items. And, you know, or how to truly evaluate the, uh, the condition, aging condition of those, those items in the home. And so what we did is we created this little tool in which a technician or a comfort advisor uh, could come, in to, you know, come into the house and do a quick assessment of everything that they can lay their eyes on and render uh, a score to the customer so that the customer can kind of keep things in mind. And by doing this every year on a, on a tune-up or on any sales call, it was a value add. And it, you know, it basically let, you know, lifted up our, what we call our, our position of trust and our competency and our credibility in the mind of the customer. So let's go ahead and take a look at the, the slide deck here and see what it is that we have. And again, this is the essential home systems evaluation. We're going to look at all of the systems of the home, not just the things that you do as a plumber or as an electrician or as a, a, heating, and air, a heating and air conditioning contractor. Okay? So based on a visual inspection and technical evaluation, meaning we're not pulling out tools and testing things, uh, although, in some cases, as a technician, you may have done that as part of the tune-up or the repair when you're there, you can include that in your evaluation. But as a comfort advisor or as a uh, home performance comfort advisor um, or indoor air quality technician, I'm probably not doing that, right? So it's basically on a, vi a, a visual inspection and taking what I know about systems and a providing a technical evaluation of that. The various components of the home 
are rated as follows. And we take into consideration a handful of criteria. The age, the condition, the machine's performance, meaning the ability to do the job, the repair history, okay, have they had any repair history with the machines or the parts or the, uh, or the items in the home? What is the warranty on the item? Okay, what is the projected longevity of the item? And if, if there is a cost of ownership of that item, uh, you know, so for example, water heaters, uh, HVAC systems, anything that's mechanical uh, has a cost of, uh, you know, cost of operation and ownership. So if the system uh, or item is zero to five years old and is in excellent condition, they're gonna get a, a rating of a one. If it's six to eight years old uh, and in, in good condition, they'll get a rating of a two. If it's nine to 12 years old and it's in average or typical condition showing normal wear and tear, they're gonna score a three. If we go to 12 to 15 years and it's, uh, or, and or it's in fair uh, condition, they'll get a four. And if it gets you know, cons considerably older, 16 years or more, and is in poor performance or is not operational or completely defective and needs immediate attention, they're gonna get a five, right? And so we, you know, that's the framework, if you will, of the, the scoring system that we have. And then we'll go over to our chart and we'll look at the uh, heating system, the cooling system, and in this case, the water heater. You can look at as many things as you want, but for age purposes, those are the things that we're gonna put at the top of this uh, ratings chart. And so let's say, for example, we've got a, uh, a system that, uh, let's say, is 12 years old. So the heating system is 12 years old, the uh, cooling system is 12 years old, it's the original one, and let's assume for argument's sake they didn't even replace the water heater and are living on borrowed time on that, right? Because, again, when you look at the uh, uh, equipment life expectancy of these various components, you know, a furnace is going to be probably about uh, you know, 20 years life expectancy, useful life, probably 15 to 18 years, air conditioner, useful life, 12 to 15 years, life expectancy, 15 to 18 years, maybe, uh, heat pump, useful life, 10 to 12 years, expected life, probably 15, water heater, again, useful life, probably six to seven, expected life, maybe 10, right? All depends on the, you know, the condition of the water, right? And so, Taking all that into consideration, and I always, when I do these evaluations, I'm always very conservative in my approach, so the customer sees I'm not trying to put, you know, put, put bricks on the scales of justice on one side, but I'm gonna look at the furnace or the boiler, I'm gonna look at the air conditioning uh, unit, okay, whether that be the air conditioner as a condenser unit or a heat pump, I'll look at the indoor coil or air handler, um, or if it's a ductless unit, we'll look at ductless as well. I'll look at the controls, right, where they have thermostats, smart sensors, zoning, any system monitoring devices. We'll look at the supply ductwork, because you got to take into consideration the ductwork. And I'm looking at design and installation and leakage and insulation on the ductwork. Supply and return. And, and, and you know, are anything, is anything broken, crushed, or disconnected? On the airflow side of things, uh, you know, I'm going to look at the terminations. I'm going to look at the registers, the grills, the, the diffusers, the dampers. And, and the delivered airflow, especially for those of you who are pulling out flow hoods or manometers or volometers, uh, uh, where you're testing airflow. Uh, certainly, if you're a comfort advisor, you're taking into consideration airflow because you, hopefully you've measured the ductwork. At the very least, you're using an airflow chart or a, uh, a ductulator, uh, whether that be an app or a little bit of a slide rule. And then uh, you'll look at the duct cleanliness and the sanitization of that. You know, is, has the ducts have the ducts ever been cleaned, and do they need to be cleaned? And are you seeing, if you pull out a boroscope, anything inside the ductwork? Are you seeing a dirty blower wheel that, you know, as a result of that? Or the registers are caked with stuff and they have pets and, and animals and, 
and maybe something going on in their lifestyle that's impacting the cleanliness of the duct system. You'll look at the air filtration and purification as well as maybe any air quality monitoring devices that they have, or if they're not monitoring the air quality in the home. Uh, do they have a humidification system and do they have a dehumidification system uh, in the home? Now that dehumidification could be a central dehumidification or it could be a cross-based uh, cross dehumidification. Uh, on the air, uh, air quality side as well, you could be looking at a fresh air intake uh, device as well. I didn't list an uh, ERV or an HRV here, but again, you can layer in as many components or types of pieces of equipment or, or deselect some of this stuff when you build the chart for yourself. I'm just giving you a framework that you can use. We'll look at safety, uh, you know, from a code and compliance and uh, safety com uh, uh, aspect, you know, are we looking at combustion air? Is there carbon monoxide issues? Are we, uh, you know, up to today's codes? Even though the system was installed at one point, are we up to today's codes? Taking that into consideration. The building envelope, okay, which is the, the shell of the building, that's the windows and the insulation. Is that all intact, you know, or is, or is the house drafty and has very old windows? And, you maybe have some leakage around uh, recessed lighting and, and switch plate covers and outlet covers um, and, and uh, plumbing penetrations in the attic. The water heater, what is the, uh, you know, the age of that uh, or the condition of that? And then the water purification system, if in fact one is there. And then we'll look at the electrical panel, the wiring, and any standby backup generator that they may have in the house. Now, if a particular component is not uh, you know, in the house or does not apply to the situation, you can just put an NA there, right? And Because we're not going to rate that. That's not going to be one of the components that we're rating. But as you see here at the bottom, what we're looking at is we're going to total up the score based on the criteria I gave you on the previous slide. We're going to total up the score that they get for each one of the components. And then we're going to uh, count up the number of components. We have 16 items listed here, but how many did you actually rate? And so if you only rated 12, then you'll basically take the total score and divide it by the number of elements that you rated, and that's going to get you an average for all the components. What does that all mean? Well, if a component rates below a three, uh, it is within what is a low risk uh, range now. If it, uh, a component rates at three or higher, um, it is a uh, potentially volatile stage, you know, at a volatile stage of its life, meaning it could compromise the functionality of the performance that they experienced from that particular item, where they might start to experience some repair costs or, or, or failures. Uh, so again, as you can see here, we're not kind of, you know, by opinion coming up with anything, we're looking at a scoring system that's going to based, based on the, the age of the component along with the life expectancy of that component and the condition of that component. And it's not my opinion, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and conduct this evaluation you know, with a customer. And so, as we get down towards the bottom of this, uh, this paragraph here, it says, the average for all components should be less than three and a half to be within an overall risk profile tolerance. If the uh, numbers start to creep up above three and a half, the risk profile gets riskier in the house, right? Because odds are something's going to fail, and it might be costly, and it might be, you know, it might, could be hazardous. Or at the very least, it could be certainly uncomfortable, right? So don't let your components, you know, and this is directing to a customer, do not let your components reach a critical stage of life where the average for all components is three and a half or higher because then you're at a high risk for failure. And again, you don't want this thing to break down when you need it most, uh, you know, in an untimely situation because that's when things tend to fail, right? It's never convenient when it does fail. And, and so 
it tends, it, it, it makes sense to be proactive and keep an eye on this stuff. And so from a company standpoint, as a technician or as a comfort advisor, performing this evaluation for someone every year, and as you bring on new customers, performing it for them, gives them a guideline to kind of keep an eye on things. And since you're the person that helped them see this, when it comes time to do something, odds are they're probably at least going to have a conversation with you about it. So if you have any questions about this or any of the tools that we've provided in the Cracking the Code kind of repair versus replace uh, series that we've done here, please feel free to reach out to me. Call me, text me, email me. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to help you. And I want you to give a customer a great experience. The way we give a customer a great experience is giving them good information so they can make good decisions. Good decisions end up basically working in your favor. I don't care what a customer does as long as they do it knowingly. My job is to guide them to get to a place that feels right for the best possible outcome. So until next time, I'm Drew Cameron. We'll see you on another edition of Cracking the Code. Well, thank you so much, Drew. Awesome to have you on the show once again. Now, if you're not an EGI member and you want to get this show emailed to you every week, fill out the form to the right of this video and you'll get it every single week, right? That's it for now, my friends. We'll see you soon. Until then, bye-bye for now.